My dog is probably in the background. You'll probably be able to hear him. I run a very professional podcast, so. <laughs> we- Not So Peter Priesthood Podcast. This is your host, Jake Taylor. Today I am uh, joined with my guest co-host, D. Uh, they are here to uh, tell us all about their experience being um, queer in the LDS church. So hello and welcome, D. Hi, thanks, Jake. <laughs> I guess we'll just dive right in whatever, wherever you want to talk. You'd start talking about whatever. Um, I don't really have a. So tell me about yourself. There, your. Um... So I, um, I'll just kind of explain my backstory. So, my dad is white American. He is generations of Mormons, actually related to Gordon B. Hinckley and several others. Oh wow. um, Yeah, I think also related to Worthland. Um, and. You know, they were some, you know, they like established Utah. Um, so it's it's deeply rooted in that side of the family. Whereas um, my mom is Mexican and she's a convert. She converted when she was 19. Um, still don't know why. <laughs> and um, <laughs> my parents met um, because my dad served his mission here in Mexico. Um, I'm currently in Mexico City. And um, that's how they met. Six years later, um, he went back down to visit. A month later, they were married, <laughs> as Mormons do. Um, <laughs> and then I happened. So, <laughs> um, so I identify as non-binary and pansexual. Um, so basically, gender has no meaning to me. And <laughs> I was going to say, um, could you um, explain that for? Because I know it's kind of yeah, a, yeah. So non-binary yeah means I'm neither a man or a woman. I'm somewhere in between, somewhere outside of that. It's just I don't identify with either um, of the binary genders. And then pansexual, um, a lot of people compare it to being bisexual. Um, the way I view it is that with pan- pansexuality, you don't even take gender into consideration. That's not, it's not even a factor in um So is it more about the connection and the attraction, right? Like- yeah, exactly. I um, literally don't even like bother with gender. <laughs> um, and that's throughout the whole spectrum, like, so like trans. Yeah gender and everything like it's okay yeah yeah I'm attracted to everybody <laughs> it can become overwhelming <laughs> <laughs> yeah I bet um and so because like. of that um I remember being really little in the church and you know being a little baby feminist and being like what the heck why can't I, you know, be a leader in the church. I'm just as capable, if not more capable, than all these boys. <laughs> right. um, and um, just kind of having that mentality of like, um, I don't relate to what they're talking about women having to do or men having to do. I just kind of felt 
like an outsider. Mm -hmm. um, and then especially when, you know, I kind of started hitting puberty and um, got into young women's and all that kind of stuff. Oh, they would constantly talk about like, being a wife and mother and finding a worthy man and mm -hmm. modest is hottest and all yeah. these things. And I was like, none of this makes sense. I don't want any of it. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> for a while, I definitely like convinced myself that that's what I wanted because I was like, well, I guess there's no other option, is there? <laughs> right. Well, it's when, um, when you're in that environment, like, and that's exactly. all you're being told that that's what is the normal yeah. and that's what is expected of you. You kind of force yourself into yeah. that mindset. So. Yeah, and, um, you know, I didn't even hear the word pansexual until a couple of years ago. Um, bisexual, I, <laughs> I was literally told it doesn't exist. <laughs> you're either gay or straight and there's nothing in between, well, um, even which is... Yeah. Even in the gay community, like the queer community, is exactly. uh, it's not even like I feel like it's a lesbians and gay like lesbian women, gay men will be like they'll meet a bisexual person and they'll be like, wait, so it just means you're undecided, kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, I like boys, and so I guess I'm straight. <laughs> Meanwhile, I have. <laughs> the biggest crush on my best friend but who doesn't <laughs> <laughs> um and to clarify i didn't mention um i mainly grew up in utah um oh, okay and so there was this really weird dichotomy of seeing like my dad's family um my white family who <clears throat> were pretty much all mormons and seemingly perfect and happy, mm -hmm. happy within Utah, within the church. And then every summer we would visit my mom's family and she's the only active member. She has a few siblings that also got baptized, but never really like followed through with things. And all of her family was like the antithesis of that, where it's like everyone is super gossipy and messy and um, they're not as, you know, like financially well off and there's divorces galore and all these things. Uh -oh. So you got and like so polar like, opposites. Basically. Exactly. And so <laughs> I was like, wow, the church really does like save you from a lot of shit. <laughs> Only you know, come to find out there's, there's a world outside of that. Um, but yeah, like that's how I grew up is thinking like, okay, well, if I want to be happy and have a stable life, I have to stay in the church because that was the only, like, example I had of that. Um, everyone I saw that had either left the church or never joined the church was kind of a disaster. And so I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it was it was pretty good. Like, it was pretty convincing <laughs> yeah. um, as a kid. But, uh, you know, with growing up and and being exposed to more people outside of the church, more happy people um, and, you know, well-rounded people out, outside of the church. And then kind of having that wool lifted from over my eyes and realizing that my dad's family is definitely not perfect. They just don't air out their dirty laundry like my Mexican family does. Yeah. Um, was definitely a huge 
Oh, revelation. <laughs> <laughs> you got a personal revelation. Uh, exactly. It was personal revelation. Yeah. The, the Holy Ghost was telling me that I could be happy outside of a church. <laughs> you got a prompting. <laughs> exactly. And so with that, I kind of allowed myself to just be a really good ally to gay people because I had gay friends. Yeah. Um, and you know, eventually kind of questioning my own sexuality and realizing that bisexuality is valid. And so I kind of took on that label and then I heard about the pansexual label and I was like, oh, that feels even more authentic to who I am and kind of taking that on and (laughs) um, and then later on questioning my gender and all that kind of stuff. But um, what's funny is pretty much all my friends church growing up have have left the church and we're all gay oh really um there's like one person still left <laughs> in the church and we're always like oh hopefully they they figure it out eventually right. <laughs> um but within my family at least my immediate family I'm the only one that's left the church and so it can be really alienating <laughs> Um, oh, and yeah. even though my, my sister is asexual, she, she's a part of the queer community, but, you know, if you think of the different labels within the queer community, I feel like asexual is the most compatible with the church. Oh, for sure. Um, Definitely. And so she doesn't seem to have that, those identity issues and like that feeling of alienation that I struggled with. Mm. Um, and so even just talking about those things has been very difficult for my family, um, even my sister to understand because they have never felt that they've never felt alienated by the church. They've never felt discriminated against by the church itself. And they always, sorry, I have like a weird throat thing right now. Um, they always felt, you know, welcome in the church and they conflate it to like, oh, well, (laughs) the church is perfect. The members are imperfect. Uh And I'm like, it's not just the members. If it was just the members, (laughs) um, you know, I, I've definitely met some shitty members where I was like, okay, I'm just going to avoid this one. Um, You know, there's, but like, when the church itself is what's discriminating, when the church itself is bigoted, (laughs) there's not much you can do about that. You have to like either compartmentalize it, which is what I did for a long time, or um, just leave. Like it gets to the point where you just can't stay any longer. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, well, and you have the family proclamation that states right in the beginning of it that, like, marriage is between a man and a woman. And um, that's the, and they've been sticking to that since the mid 90s. Like, and that's, they still, yeah. they have, like, you have members that are voted in general <laughs> conference. It's part of their doctrine. Like, it's, it, and yeah. members, like, my family has it hung up in their, their house yeah. and everything. And it's just, and yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I definitely help with that in the house too. I don't know if like they I don't know for me I don't think my parents even like 
it doesn't register for them like that it's um alienating and like a whole group of people that are um that don't either don't identify or as a man or a woman and and even like and then like gay men like myself that are like um yeah don't want to have a woman in my like <laughs> in my relationship like i so um i don't think they see that i think they read that and they're like oh it's so beautiful and it just applies to us and it's like it's a thing so i don't think and i don't know i like but then i'm sure if they were they were pointed out they'd defend it but it would also be like oh, oh. Well, i never thought of it that way you know like i don't know if yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's very um, frustrating just to see how much of a, <clears throat> a, like, a cognitive dissonance there is because my parents, you know, given the fact that they are Mormon, are actually very open-minded and accepting of queer people. Um, I have an auntie that's uh, trans, and I grew up going to drag shows and stuff like literally just last Thursday we all went to a drag show together um and (laughs) funny story one of the queens (laughs) um we became good friends and she at one point because it was basically just a bunch of young people and then my parents um (laughs) and she sang a song that was all about like some something about dad (laughs) and she dedicated it to (laughs) dad (laughs) and And so it's like you know not every mormon is going to feel comfortable with that and they were totally fine with it um and um but it's like there's that cognitive dissonance of of you know love the sin or hate the sin where it's like okay but you're still vilifying it you know like that's that's the problem Exactly. And um, one thing I've, so little, before we go too much on tangent, the um, drag shows, speaking of which, I have a funny story about that with my parents. So I had just moved to Denver and they came with my little sister at the time. She was probably like 10 or 11, if that. And then, um, and so they came to bring me my furniture and they were hanging out for a few days we went to a museum and after the museum we were like my dad was like hey i want a nice burger and so i was just like looking on yelp and i found this place called hamburger mary's i don't know if you know what that place is but it's a drag no, queen. Yeah, it's a, it's a drag queen bar that's um they serve food and they it's always they always have drag queen drag shows there and mm-hmm. I didn't know, so it had good Yelp reviews. So I was like, "Hey, yeah, let's go there." And I showed my parents, like, "Hey, let's go here. It's really close." We go there, and this place, girl, it, it I mean, it's a, <laughs> it is a purple building, and it's got rainbow <laughs> everywhere. It's got like high heels oh. everywhere, like, um, and I was just like, "Oh, this is this is gonna be fun." <laughs> I was just, they, I mean, bless their hearts, they were, like, they went in, and they were fine, we had, they put us on the patio, and it was also Sunday, I think it was Sunday, it was Sunday, it was brunch time, whatever time, and, and so, oh, of course, everybody was out having bottomless mimosas, and, uh, yeah. then they sat this whole mess of gaggle of gays behind us, that so we were talking about, like, 
sex and talking all loud and drunk. And I was just like, oh my god, this is, this could not get more like. And my <laughs> my parents looked so like I I remember asking my mom like, um, what are you gonna get for and okay and of course on the menu all the things are like. Uh, what's the, there's like Messica Simpson and like, um, like, and some of them are very sexual. Like, I can't remember what off the top of my head, but everything on the menu is like just a big old gag. So it's like my mom sitting here ordering like Messica Simpson or something. And I was just like, oh, she doesn't even, she has no idea. Like, (laughs) and my little sister, and then I was just, I, I can remember them being like, just kind of like keeping their eyes forward and just like not saying very much <laughs> like you could tell they were uncomfortable they loved the food That's but they were just like oh my god anyway and then yeah <laughs> and every yes. time i go there like i've been there since i've become like friends with the drag queens around here and like and i'll tell people that i like go there with that story and they're like you did not and i was like i had no idea like how are you supposed to know like hamburger marys it sounds like a <laughs> sweet little like she yeah, a little burger shop, you know. Like, yeah, it sounds like a little mom and pop place. Yeah, very misleading, but it was still fun. <laughs> it was funny, and I was. They were like, usually there's like a drag queen hostess too, so I was, and that didn't happen. I was like, oh, that probably would have been. I don't know. It would have been funny, <laughs> honestly. I would have. I don't know. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it's good That's that you're. Funny. Your parents are, I feel like my parents are pretty accepting to them, like, to me, but, like, there's some things that they do where it's like, oh, well, there's obviously, like, this disconnect between us, you know, and so, and then um, they're, uh, like, we were at the pool in Orlando one time, and they were, they, I had, um, I had gone to, like, I was literally, like, just hanging around by them, with my sister, and then they they started talking to this guy that was like a cop in um, New Jersey, and he was like, I thought, I thought you said a top, not a cop. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, yeah, that maybe. That too. <laughs> he was a he was a police officer in uh, New Jersey or New York or something, one of those. Anyway, and he was um, they were having like this whole conversation. And they turned and they introduced my sister to him, but they didn't introduce me. So just kind of, I don't know, stuff like that. Like, it just feels like there's like this, like, I don't know, distance between us. I don't know. But that could have just been me. But I was literally like standing right there, like the whole time. I'm just like, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I feel like my family, it's almost like it's easier for them to, well, at least with my parents, it's easier that, for them to accept and like affirm other gay people. Actually, my my dad's best friend is trans, came out last year. Um, and so it's like, you know, they, they still have <clears throat> trouble like with understanding, like I'll say, yeah, like my friend just came out and they're like, you know, oh, how do they identify? <laughs> and I'll say, um, you know, trans woman, for example. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Oh, is that boy to girl or girl to boy? <laughs> I'm just like, oh. <laughs> uh, you're you're almost there. You're almost there. Almost, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't know very much about um, the trans community at all until I was in the Navy, and then I met my friend Lincoln, who was a trans man. And um, at the time when I met him, he was he identified as a lesbian, mm. and 
Um, and then he slowly realized that, like, no, I'm... And to, to know him, like, even then, like, you're just like, yeah, you're... I never... Not that, like... I mean, gender has the, the outer expression or whatever, but, like, um, I never thought of him as, like, female. Like, it just... He never presented that way to me. So, just, like, when he came out to me as trans, I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I only We've been you know, here. <laughs> But it was, yeah, that's um, like when I came out to when I came out to my friends as pansexual, because um, I came out pansexual um, about a year before I came out non-binary, and they were all like, "Yeah, we know. <laughs> we were just waiting for you to figure <laughs> things out on your own." <laughs> just thinking they all know before you. Like, yeah. I feel like I feel like my parents. So I wanted to ask you about your coming out story, but um, my parents acted all shocked when they when um, I came out to them. But they were like, I was I kept looking at all these like instances in my childhood, and I'm like, really, you didn't know? Like, not that like there's not that like playing with Barbie dolls. I talked about that in one of my episodes was that like playing with Barbie dolls doesn't mean like as a boy that you're gonna grow up gay. Like, um, but like. I my first album, my C, first CD was Celine Dion. Like, and I always liked to. Like, I didn't like the stuff the boys liked. I just didn't like all the. So I'm just, and then I'm like, um, you realize I go on like serial dates with like women, like first dates with women, and it never goes anywhere. Like that's not normal. That's not. It's not normal. It's been going on for years. Like it's, it's not how it's yeah. supposed to be. So like, if I were. Like, there's all these signs, but anyway, um, so when did you, when you came out to your parents, like, how did that go, if you don't mind asking me? Yeah, asking. yeah, so, <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> I hadn't mentioned this before, I don't know if you know this, but I'm divorced. Um, oh. Yeah, so, I got married when I was 20 to a cishet white man, <laughs> and, um, didn't work out <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> so, um, just over a year later, we separated. Six months later, got divorced. All that kind of stuff. Um, and so that was kind of one thing I will say about him is that he kind of gave me that space to mm-hmm. explore my sexuality um, and to kind of question things about the church and all that kind of stuff because he had already left the church by the time we started dating and mm-hmm. so he understood that he he couldn't like push me out he couldn't n- nothing he, he just provided the space for me to question things and so sometimes I would be like babe did you know that this this and that and he's like yeah I just you know I hadn't mentioned it because I wanted you to figure it out on your own um, so I really, really appreciate that about my marriage. Other than that, it was a shit show. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, you know, about around the time that our divorce was finalized, I came out um, to my sister um, and she came out to me as ace. And so then a few days later, we came out to our parents together. Um, <laughs> and I was like, okay, you go first and explain that asexuality means that regardless of gender, you are not attracted to them. So then I can piggyback off that and say <laughs> that regardless of gender, I am attracted to them. <laughs> oh, that's interesting because it's like, I didn't even put that yeah. down. It's like polar opposites there. Like, yeah. 
it's it's honestly kind of great um even though like I said there is that disconnect because of the fact that she doesn't um feel alienated by the church um but is she still like a practicing Mormon or is she yeah yeah um so we came out to our parents and she came she came out first um (laughs) and my parents were like yeah we've known since you were little we were just waiting for you to tell us my dad he's such a nerd he was literally like yeah I have a whole Amazon like wish list of books about asexuality for you if you want them (laughs) (laughs) see that's I didn't know. I can't even picture my parents having even the idea of like, what is asexuality, you know, and having that, yeah. like, even that, like, yeah. questioning attitude of like, oh, well, because to them, I think it's heterosexuality or homosexuality, and that's it. That's it. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, and they no, barely like, even recognize homosexuality. Yeah. With my sister, it was really, really obvious. And so, Um, I think part of it, too, is that my dad is on the spectrum. He's autistic. And so he, when he has a question that he wants to research or, like, a special interest, Mm -hmm. he goes in. Uh, And so he must have been, like, why is my daughter not interested (laughs) in boys? And then, like, figured it out on his own. Um, (laughs) But then he was, like, I would have been more shocked if, or more worried. I would have been more worried if you said you were the opposite. Oh. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, that's where I come in. That's my thing. <laughs> like, actually. And I was like, Here we go. And yeah. I just remember my mom, when she heard him say that, she was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then I explained what pan- pansexuality is, and my dad was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, but he's, my parents both still seem a little bit confused about it, because I'm, I'm, like, I don't, I don't know how else to explain it. It's like, literally, I just don't, don't, like, seek out a specific gender. I'm just like, hey, you're hot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and then... About a year later, I came out to them as non-binary. And that one has been a little bit more tricky because they surface level get it, but they still, like, don't fully comprehend what that even means. Um, And they definitely struggle with, like, they, them pronouns. And with Spanish, they're just, like, it's a gendered language, so... And it's very um, is a very binary language, even more so than oh, English, yeah. right? So oh, completely. Like there is no such thing as they them in Spanish. Yeah. Um, and so uh, we've been kind of figuring out how to navigate that, but at least they um are getting accustomed to calling me D instead of dead naming me. Um, you know, sometimes they'll slip, and I understand that, but I at least appreciate that they're making the effort. Um. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's been the tricky thing is that um, in Spanish and, you know, especially since we're all living in Mexico City together right now, um, I'm staying with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do get kind of dysphoric about the fact that there is no gender neutral option. 
That's interesting. And there's, um, man, because at least with, well, and then you have English also doing, um, I don't know anything about this, not enough to speak about it, but maybe you do, but like the Zzer, like the those forms. Yeah, I. Like that coming with like Spanish, like where they're kind of creating their own kind of thing. Yeah, there is definitely kind of a community trying to build up a neo pronoun. The issue is that it's not just pronouns, it's the entire language. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, like a table it's, has gender. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I took Spanish. And, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like emotions have gender, actions have gender, everything. Um, and so you don't just add in the they them option or the neo pronoun it's you have to switch the entire language um and so that's where it gets tricky like i've been testing it out for myself Mm -hmm. and i slip up like it's hard to adjust literally every word um changing the whole sentence structure with it right every time you yeah it's it's really tricky um so I am not as like <laughs> um, adamant about people being gender neutral with me in Spanish just because like I can't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but at least I do um, appreciate people, you know, trying like trying to be a little bit more gender neutral. Like, don't call me um, señorita and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, because that that's where I'm just like, eh. Ooh, yeah. Like, yeah. As long as they make some sort of effort to acknowledge that you're that you don't identify that way, so that's that's yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah, so, that's where it gets tricky. Um, I've always wondered, and I know I at the beginning before we started recording, I asked what your I asked, but I had seen on your Instagram that it said they them, so I just I kind of knew. That was, but so how do you, I guess even for our listeners, especially like what, um, what is the best way? Like when somebody does misgender you, like what do you, uh, I guess, what do you, not that you need to react in a certain way, but like, how do we like as somebody that um, approaches somebody that's non-binary and doesn't know and misgenders, like what's the best way to navigate that? It, I guess, am I asking that correctly? Uh, there are yeah. two big things that I, um, one, it's a very individual thing. So, um, I appreciate you asking the question because for example, I have friends that, um, use she and they pronouns or he and they, yeah. or all three. Um, so it definitely depends on the person because some, in some cases they haven't come out publicly. Um, they haven't come out to their families. Maybe it's not safe to. And so, you know, just checking in with them to see, like, hey, if we're around your family, which pronouns should I use? Or in which scenario do you prefer which pronouns? Um, Just to make sure that it's completely safe. And, you know, going along with that, if you're out in a public space with them and they get misgendered, kind of reading the room, like, is this a safe space for this discussion to be had? Because obviously, if you're, like, you know, with a bunch of Republicans, <laughs> um, maybe just like, unless they indicate to you that 
they they want you to speak up for them and correct that I would say probably just like don't bring it up because that it, that can literally physically endanger their lives yeah um but um the biggest thing is just when you introduce yourself to somebody um or when you're with somebody who you know has has different pronouns and you all kind of introduce yourself to someone else make sure you include your pronouns to kind of indicate that this is a safe space for them to be able to come out about that oh, okay that makes sense i yeah it's like always... the easiest thing to do okay so um i've always wondered like that's just been something that i've and i actually honestly i can't oh i do have one other non-binary friend that's come out but they've never came out to me so like um i have a a uh, friend they're a friend they're a friend but like um they're still like kind of figuring themselves out so it's like when I'm talking to my our my friend um that's associated with them like we we usually refer to them in the they them pronouns mm -hmm. but then the um and it takes me a while to wrap my head around it because I still haven't um because I, they, my friend told me not to mention it to, like, mm -hmm. if they do come out to you, like, just act surprised and also just, like, <laughs> don't, you know, we weren't supposed to tell you. We Not that they gave the information, but it's just, like, it's just not something, like, they, they're really, like, letting everybody know yet. But they, like, it's just kind of, it was a conversation that kind of fit in the conversation. They didn't feel like it was unsafe with me, but it was just, like... I and I know this person, so it was like, and I had asked about her, like I had misgendered them, and then I was, they were like, oh well, actually, my friend was like, actually, so just so you know, like it was more like a pre preemptive, like just so you know, in the future, if you do ever come across them, like in your in their presence again, this is how they want mm -hmm. to be treated. Yeah. Referred. So, um, and that was I. But really, you're the first uh, non-binary person I've ever actually even spoken to. So that, having the also opportunity to like ask that question and um, it's good. And I think uh, it's where it's becoming more and more prevalent in our society. I think it's important for that to be like a little more open conversation of like how do you even at my workplace um some people will have a, their pronouns in their little um their email sign off and um yeah that's so important and i have mine on mine even though like my i don't know my name is very much like male gendered but like i don't but those are my pronouns and speaking of this so i got into this i don't usually get into arguments on i try not to um, so, well, okay, I can't, I can't say that because I've got the troll slayer um, reputation on not so Molly Mormon, but like, I, um, <laughs> so maybe I do have a thing, but like, sometimes I just, I pick my battles, but the, this one, oh, what was it? They had posted something about, um, I can't remember what it was, but they said, oh, one of the comments was, was like, oh, here come the pronoun people. And I was like, um, Oh, so you mean like people? Like everybody has pronouns. Like I'm just like, yeah. and I I told him that I was like, so like, 
everybody, you, you have pronouns. He's like, no, I don't. I was like, yes, you do. Like, oh, so what do you refer to yourself as? You know, like, <laughs> like everybody literally has pronouns. Like, and they, he yeah. argued with me and I was like, I can't believe I'm having this argument about pronouns. Like the people don't see that there's like, did you go back to English class? Like go back to your yeah, English class. <laughs> Of English, oh, <laughs> like is... even inanimate objects have pronouns. <laughs> yeah, like come on. And yeah. I, I ended up just like giving up on that one, but it was just, and I probably shouldn't have even wasted my like time, but it was, it just blew my mind that like he was actually serious. Like I was just like, are you, this is really happening? Am I being, am I being punked right now? Like, cause this, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Kind of real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so going back to like that whole thing of like pronouns and you know, kind of the outside world. A lot of times, I just like don't even bother. You know, like you said, you have to kind of pick your battles, and it's like if I'm at the grocery store and like store and they call me ma'am, like okay, who cares? <laughs> yeah. Um and. So I've actually even reached out to my friends and asked them to kind of, and like even my family, my immediate family, um, to just kind of help counteract that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just refer to me completely gender neutral or even masculine to help kind of balance that out. Um, yeah. And that helped a lot. And so um, several of my friends that use more than one set of pronouns um, have asked me to just only refer to them as they them because in the outside world they're going to get misgendered as you know whatever they present as and so um having those little you know having your, the sign off on your email and in your like <laughs> your zoom calls and when you introduce yourself just be like hey my name's d my pronouns are they them um it makes such a difference because it indicates to the trans person, the non-binary person that you get it, like <laughs> that you're going to respect their pronouns or um, that you understand the, the importance of affirming somebody's pronouns. Um, whereas if somebody doesn't do that, you kind of, at least in my case, I just don't bother a lot of times unless you know I'm have I have a long-standing relationship with them because I don't waste my, my energy explaining it to somebody who doesn't get it or doesn't want to get it right so, so you're not gonna just like explain it to somebody that you're passing by the street that like or yeah it just kind of you have to take their relationship into account if you're ever even gonna see that person again right Exactly. Like, is it worth expelling all this energy on them? And um, typically the answer is no. <laughs> um, but with, you know, friends, family, even my family, like my extended family, um, I haven't come out to any of them. Um, you know, I'm sure they've seen some of my shit on social media and hopefully they'll respect it the next time I see them. But I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. So... Um, I, you know, I just figure if they want to respect it, they will respect it. But otherwise, I'm just not even going to bother because, like, I, uh, I already have too many things to deal with. <laughs> I don't need to be educating Republicans. 
I really wish we could just like um, that it would be people could be a little more open minded about that, and you could. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's just going to be one of those things that's always going to be a a battle, just like how like there's mm-hmm. still definitely homophobia, transphobia. There's it's always going to be around. Like just kind of have to. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as I mean, just stay safe, and I'll make sure that like with my friends and everything, if they ever come out to me, like, that's non-binary. I haven't ever considered, I understand, I understand the safety thing because there are times like, um, and I'm, I'm pretty open, like, um, Mm -hmm. doesn't matter, like, to me, because I've been in the closet so long that like, to me, I'm just like, I'm not going to hide it anymore. So like, Mm -hmm. I'm open at work, like, I'm, like, I let them know about my dating life a little bit. You know, I don't tell them everything. But the, <laughs> I uh, I do tell that, like, I, um, and when I'm out, like, it doesn't matter what, like, bar or club I go to. If it's not, like, a gay bar, like, quote, unquote, like, um, I still, like, I, I don't, like, hide that from, like, there was a time that I was with my friend, um, and he was, he's also gay, and he was um, just kind of standing on the sidelines, and I was like, I was dancing with my fr- other friends, our other friends, and I grabbed him, and I was like, started dancing with him, and I like, kind of like, grinded up on him, and we were at a straight, quote unquote, bar, like, um, and he got all like, weird with me, and I, at the time, I was like, upset, because I was just like, okay, come on, it's not like, if I knew that was, like, if I felt unsafe, I probably, I wouldn't have done that, you know, like, um, but then, uh, looking back on it, I, like I should have been more understanding of him, like his own safety. So I just, um, mm-hmm. anyway. But the lesson learned. But I guess I, I just need to realize that not everybody's is quite as open as I am. And there are times where I'm definitely a little more guarded. But like, I usually just kind of let it all hang out. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how I am too. But um, yeah, I just wanted to mention that because. Um, I know some of my friends aren't out to their family or um, whatever, like they're just out to friends. And so um, that's definitely important to keep in mind is just checking in with the individual and seeing like, you know, what circumstances to use certain pronouns or, um, you know, I have friends ask me like, um, which pet names I'm okay with. And, And I really appreciate that because it's like, um, you know, sometimes you're like, girl, <laughs> and it's, it's not, not literally like, girl, you are a girl. It's like, it's, it's, it's the, expression. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And so I was like, I think yeah, I did that to that. you actually earlier. <laughs> it's totally, like it literally doesn't bother me just okay. the same way. Like somebody calls me dude or man or whatever. It's like, yeah, whatever. It's just an expression. Um, I'll do that to straight men. I kind of love getting doing that to them. Like, like girl, you know, <laughs> like in the Navy, I do that all the time. And then um, I like calling um, straight men sis. Like, I <laughs> like if they're gonna call me bro, I'm gonna call them sis. Like, come on, I, I just I love that because I don't like being called bro. So like, I'm just gonna be call, like call you sis. You know, it depends on the situation, but like, bro, just like gives me all like. Bruh is fine. I don't know why bruh is fine, but bro, I'm like, ew, no. <laughs> I don't know. It's so weird. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't think about, like, pet names, like, that kind of stuff, like, being kind of a something you should ask somebody. But, like, 
I just do it to like I kind of do it to get a rise out of people, but I also do it just to kind of like. There's <laughs> one um, my friend from the Navy that I always call girl. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, fun, good times. <laughs> um, yeah, so that that's just kind of what I I wanted to emphasize is like it just kind of depends on the person, but that's generally like introducing yourself with your pronouns is is gonna be the easiest way to like open that door for them um, and let them know that. Um, you're a safe person to come out to. Okay, that's good. That's good to know. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess we can, um, unless you had other, I don't know if you had anything else you want to talk about, but I know you had a cutoff time, so I didn't want to keep you too long. But um, <laughs> I appreciate you coming on here. We'll have to have you on again. We can. I really enjoyed this. This has been a good conversation. Yeah, yeah, we can definitely talk about some of like the homophobic history of the church. That would be. Oh yeah, that'd be great. You can be. You I can, think uh, I told you I, I like wrote a whole paper on it because it just like pissed me off so much. <laughs> oh really? Oh no, yeah. yeah. We'll have to get into that. Maybe we can use your paper to like kind of. I don't know if you're willing to do that to share it, but like we can, we can get into that. That'd be awesome. I uh, <laughs> I actually have like a weird like. Because my upbringing, like, I I didn't really come out until I was, like, mid-20s. So, like, um, my whole, my unraveling of the homophobia in the church, I always felt it, like, growing up. But then, like, um, I didn't really n- notice how much it had impacted me until, like, after I'd left. And, like, oh, yeah. it all in hindsight, you know, and kind of being like, oh, yeah. that's why I act this way. And that's why I do this. And that's why... Yeah. Oh, that's no wonder I didn't come out. It's because of all this, yeah. you know, just kind of like yeah, seeing it all from it. a different perspective. So, mm-hmm. um, but it's definitely a homophobic piece of trash cult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, well, thank you for having me on. I really enjoyed yeah. this. It's been awesome. Uh, 